from Los Angeles, California, this is the Writer Strike Chronicles, and I'm Tanya Barnes. everybody. It's November 14th, Wednesday, day 10 of the writer's strike. Of note today, Entertainment Weekly reports that Fox is moving forward with the taping of new episodes of its animated series Family Guy without the participation of creator-executive producer Seth MacFarlane. Also, IATSE President Tom Short posted on their website a scathing letter to Patrick Verone, president of the WGA. IATSE, which stands for International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, reps most below-the-line technicians, artisans, and craftspersons in the entertainment industry, including live theater, motion picture, and television production, and trade shows. For these stories and more, click on our delicious bookmarks at our blog, wgastrike2007.blogspot.com. In today's episode of the Rider Strike Chronicles, we talk to Tom Astle in front of NBC Studios. Let's listen. It's Tom J. Astle. How long have you been with the Writers Guild? I joined in 1988, right, be- right before the last strike. How much before the last strike? Uh, about two weeks. <laughs> I actually uh, I had sold a script to the new Twilight Zone. It was a freelance episode, and I turned it in. The, the Writers Strike at that time started on a Monday morning at 9 a.m., and I... T- turned in the script at 8 o'clock in the morning by sliding it under the production company's door with a note saying, this was turned in at 8 so you can use it. And actually to this day it's I think the least rewritten of thing of mine that's ever been done, So because they shot it word for word, because I couldn't rewrite it. So I did that, turned it in, and uh, joined the picket line. Can you compare the picket lines from today, from, uh, from way back in the day? Well, I think uh, back in the day uh, that you know we had some larger pickets at one site, but we didn't hit all the studios at once like they have this time. I actually think this strike feels more, um, I, I don't know, it, it seems bigger to me. It seems like it's in, not its not only including more studios, but there seems to be just a really, I don't know, unified feeling to all the, to, to, to all the, I've been on at NBC several times, and I've been, I went to the Fox Rally, and I picketed at the CBS Radford Studios, and it just, it's well attended, and, you know, it's a long time to trudge back and forth, but everybody's diving in, so. Now, right now, they have mandatory four-hour shifts a day. Do you remember back in the day if they had a mandatory amount of time you needed to be on the picket lines? I don't remember if it w- what the what the hours were in terms of whether they were mandatory, and I know you were required to do it, and so I did. But I don't recall the actual number of hours. I mean, it was you know it's been a few years. And, now we know you're on uh, you're on strike, so you can't do any writing. Maybe you could give us a little haiku of your experience here on the strike. Oh Lord, I don't know if I could compose a haiku right in front of you. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to start counting syllables, and you know. Uh, All right. <laughs> Let's talk about new media for a minute. Do you consume new media, and if so, what are you downloading? I don't really download. I, what I do is I is I watch and read. I kind of because I'm aware that downloading is one of the issues, like for, for iTunes and so on, for um, uh, for television shows and, and movies. I don't really do that because I, I'm sort of aware that you know if you download an episode of The Office or something, the you know back when it was on iTunes, the you know the writer wouldn't get anything. So I kind of felt oh, that's not really cool. But I've in terms of just using the internet, it's it's daily and constant. In fact, I'd probably be on it right now if I weren't standing here talking to you. I mean, we it, both in terms of my business, in terms of writing, the amount of research and the number of newspapers you can cover, it, it's in, incomparable to what it used to be having to, you know, actually 
go look stuff up at a library. What are some of your favorite websites that you frequent? Well, lately, Nikki Fink, because it's it seems to be the uh, one of the most accurate and complete sources of information that I can find. Uh, I've been kind of disgusted with mainstream media. I mean, I'm not, I don't watch a lot of local network news for my main news. I get it off the internet primarily from CNN or from, you know, wherever, wherever. And but I have been watching it lately because of being on strike just to see what the coverage has been like. And it's, it's been incomplete at best. And so uh, that's why sites like Nikki Fink or the, just going to the Writers Guild own site or, you know, any of the other millions that are linked via those sites, is, that's where I've been mostly getting my information. Last night I read on Nikki Fink's uh, Deadline Hollywood Daily, that's uh, daily.com, that they were going to come to the table. Had you read that? I did read that, and uh, I'm hopeful that that's the case. I mean, she often has pretty accurate information. I mean, the main thing is that they need to talk to each other. This sort of bad girlfriend, boyfriend thing, well, I'm not going to call him, he can call me, he can call me, is, is not useful. And um, the Writers Guild seems to be willing to talk, but it takes two, and hopefully they'll both get to the table and, and hash out some sort of agreement. I mean, I, having been involved in... Lord knows how many in negotiations for individual projects over the years in my career. Everybody knows there's that first offer where everyone's insulted, and but but everybody also knows usually in one of those negotiations where you'll end up, oh, really? and it, 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 it's it, at least within a range of where you where you like you're likely to end up. And so that first step, after a few years of that, starts to get on your nerves <laughs> because it's pointless. And I, I'm hoping that the producers we'll see that that's a tactic we've seen used on us individually and now it's just writ, writ large. And I, I think that if they could just get together and actually negotiate in good faith that hopefully this could end sooner rather than later. And in the meantime, how are you, how are you putting the food on the table? Well, the other thing is the studios are often really bad about paying you in time. So they've actually trained us to uh, wait a long time for checks. So unfortunately for them, I'm kind of used to having three and four month chunks of time go by in between paychecks. So you learn as a freelancer over time. And it's not just because of their you know payment schedules. I mean, as a freelancer, you often are paid intermittently. It isn't a weekly paycheck unless you're on a television show. And when I've been in those situations, it's different. But you get used to budgeting for longer breaks. And... But to me, it's not me that I'm worried about. I mean, I've been working in the business for a while, and so I'm, I'm fortunate that by seeing this coming, we made sure we were careful and that we were preparing ourselves for it. What I feel bad for is all this you know, collateral damage, all this, the assistance. And you know, I have a friend who had a new uh, television show start up this year, and you know, the, the office staff has you know, been given their notice and stuff. And, the, and that's the unfortunate part. And the, and the crews, and the, it, nobody wins in a strike. I mean, it's, it's an unfortunate byproduct of this, but yet with, you know, we were offered a contract that we, that I don't think was, I think you know, there was no chance that we were going to say yes to, and I think they knew that. And so... To me, what I hope is that they get just get back to talking and actually work it out like business people, because it's a business, and this is a this is a negotiation about a negotiation about money, not emotion. And they should get down, sit at a table, and work it out. Anything else you want to say before we go? Wrap this up. Thank you. I do appreciate it. It's nice to you know get the chance to put our voices out there a little bit, and um, you know, I'm just going to start marching up and down and hope that they start talking soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. You have been listening to the Writer's Strike Chronicles. I'm Tanya Barnes. For more information, visit my website, www.tanyabarnes.com slash WGA. That's www.tanya, T-A-N-J-A, 
barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, dot com slash W-G-A. Feel free to give me a shout out at 310-439-8754 or ping me at WGAStrike2007 at gmail.com. Music is by Falik off the album Evolution, which can be found at magnatune.com. <laughs>